0: Christians. Real
1: conversations. Philosophy. Theology.
0: Real life. Where the rubber meets the road. This is the Commuter Christian Podcast.
2: in the description, but this is Joe. How you doing, man? Good,
1: man. Um, I am glad to be here, and you know, I I gotta be honest with you guys, all of you wonderful listeners, um, I I come with a disclaimer, Um, (laughs) I am... (laughs) I'm a different breed. If you've never heard me speak before, I'm a different breed than a lot of the other cast of characters that you're gonna see come through the door. At least here here at the start of this this awesome project. You know, I've been it's cool because I get a chance to be around people because I I've I came into this whole Christian thing being a person who listens and, and understands the value of learning from other people and their experiences and all of those kinds of things. So I get to be around people like Brother Matthew. I get to be around people like Andrew, and I get to learn some of the historicity behind all of – The kingdom stuff and God and and the church and and all of these things. So, you know, it's cool um, not really being natively of this world, but but diving into this world with people that are of this world, you know,
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. And and it's for that reason. I'm excited to have you on. Um, I'm definitely excited to have this talk. It's a talk we've had off-air numerous times.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah.
0: Because cause we're both just really good at annoying each other and pressing each other's buttons.
2: Yep. yep. <laughs>
0: but that's what brothers do.
1: Yeah, so I want to pull the pull the curtain back for you guys and, and break the fourth wall here for a second. This is actually take number two of yep. this episode. Um entitled why do christians suck and this the this idea came off the heels of um my wife and i getting covid the responses that i got from some of um our contemporaries uh in in the christian world and really um Really coming to this conversation with a lot of opinions over uh, my lifetime, but specifically the last two, three years um, of, of interacting with Christians and things like that and, and seeking to have an honest, but this time hopefully maybe a little bit more helpful um, conversation about what all of this looks like and things like that. You know, I I joke, but the biggest thing about me and the thing that kind of sets me apart from some of the other voices that you may hear in Christian podcasting, Christian media, um, first and foremost for me is authenticity. I will never be the most well-spoken. I will never be the smartest dude in the room, but, um, I am smarter than your average bear and and, and I will be if if you sh- if you if you talk with me if you stream with me if you create content with me whatever um, I promise you that I will be a catalyst for raw and authentic conversation. And an authentic conversation has to be had about this because you look at the realities of this situation as they currently sit and there's a lot of opinions that exist out in the sphere about, oh, just how incredibly bad Christians can be at humaning. And just just having conversations with people. And the thing that caught my attention really was uh, at the precipice of my cousin. My cousin is a lot like me, except for um, I met Jesus and she doubled down on being uh, on, on unbelief and all of those kinds of things. But we wrestle with a lot of the same things. We have a lot of the same, um, a, a lot of the same sort of uh, satirical mind. Um, there's a word that's escaping me right now, um, but we're, we're not afraid to be sarcastic and, and to tell it how it is. And she uh, is not my biggest fan, <laughs> sim- be- because because I I preach the gospel, and and she's got a bad taste in her mouth for people who preach the gospel because she's sure. seen this done poorly, and she said something. She goes she she lists out like this list of criticisms, right. Of yep. Christians of mainstream Christianity, what she's, she doesn't have the language in the, in the vocabulary to say mainstream Christianity to her. It's one size fits all. She thinks she's writing a scathing indictment on, on Christian, on, on the religion of Christianity. What she's writing a scathing indictment of is mainline American evangelicalism and i looked at this list and i'm going through and i'm like okay i i will always i will always analyze something right let me analyze a thing before i go raging off about it at my best times at my worst times i'm not necessarily great at that i do i'm i'm prone to knee-jerk reactions as much as any human is but i'm looking at this and and in an attempt to objective to to objectively discern all of this and i'm like man there's a lot of points on this I cannot inherently tell her she's wrong. I can't inherently <laughs> do it, right? And and so I, I bring up the whole, you know, this coming off the heels of COVID thing because I wanna. Yeah. I think there's I think there's there's benefit in setting the table in a similar way that we did the last time, but like I said, like we both said, maybe a little bit more focused, right? So. <sighs> we all know and and i'm not uh, right right now is not the time to un- unpack all of that all of this but we all know that there's a lot of different takes about covid right there's especially from the christian camp you have a lot of different people with a lot of different opinions most of people have more than one opinion because they can't quite figure it out That's my, that's the, that's the only sarcasm I'll throw in there. I digress. Um, you, so, so, and for, for, for my wife and I, we have been especially, um, specific in, in avoiding this thing. Because we come into this with prior health issues and things like that. And, oh, I don't know. I believe science. Okay, no, for real, I'm done. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So we, we finally, it finally happens. We go to a con. We come back with a special, uh, with a special take home prize. um, And, and and next thing you know, we've got COVID. And I reached out. (sighs) to some people in my circle um looking for some prayer. And one of the responses that I got was basically explaining how his whole family got it, his whole house got it, and it wasn't that big of a deal. So don't be scared. All right. And this is and th- this this friends is exactly where the conversation went clear off the rails the last time that we had this because I this was a lot rawer for me at that period of time I can objectively look at this now so I'm gonna uh, I'm, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna was still open. It, it was oh absolutely and festering at that point because when we there's a reality too there are some of this that are doing this whole Christian thing that are it's it's a lot easier for us to minister to other people than it is to accept new relationships into our own life and into our own sphere and there's a lot of different reasons for that there's a lot of different avenues and paths that one can take to getting to that point but not every christian is inherently good at developing personal relationships. And so when you do that, and it's it's one of your it's one of your circle that gets out of pocket, it has a way of cutting deeper faster and eliciting more of an emotion first response than a logic first. Response. You know, and so in this particular situation, you know, again, a lot of opinions, whatever, but over the course of the last two, two and a half years, we've seen this word thrown around a lot fear, right? And, and generally it's it's used in some kind of thing that quotes uh, that God did not give you a spirit of fear uh, and and all of that
0: faith of fear blah blah blah
1: blah all, all of those things right, right right and you know yeah there there is there there is nuance to this conversation where where yeah we're not supposed to be irrationally afraid of things yeah we aren't but but that's not that's part of a bigger that's part of a bigger kingdom picture and fits into a larger tapestry of living in relationship with God that is its own conversation but is certainly not meant to be don't be concerned you know stuff like
2: that don't don't be aware and, and there's this it, it, it that
1: that prevailing language that is kind of baked into american evangelicalism you know, to get into some of that camp of where you and Andrew like to hang out, you know, yep. there. this is something that has been, been institutionalized and, right. and has been normalized for quite some time. So this is far from a new thing. I'm just saying that in in the context of the last two, two and a half years, there's been this big push of using that fear language. Because there has been a global crisis going on. And you couple that, right? You've got that thing over here that we have to address, that we have to talk about, because that was the catalyst for doing this. Trust me, guys, This is there's a lot of this stuff that's been festering since I was a kid sitting in a hellfire and brimstone Baptist church. Right? I've had a lot of opinions for a long time about what I now know as American evangelicalism. Yeah. But again, in the current context. And so you add on top of that, right? This difficulty that Christians have with doing life with one another. So, I'm I'm going to paint a picture here for a second because I know, I know that for this crowd, for this audience in particular, you guys um <laughs> you you guys are just d- uh, different than my usual audience. Um my my you my typical audience over at Buddy Walk or our typical audience over at Kingdom on the Road um is is used to hearing kingdom language, relationship language, stuff like that. That that's not that's not foreign. Some of this stuff that I may get into may be a little bit foreign, so let me paint a picture. All right? When when this when when you're sitting in church, right? And you're getting your dose of theology, your're teaching whatever it is right and 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 maybe it's maybe it's great, maybe it sucks I don't know that's not that's not necessarily the point um here oh, my phone is blowing up. sorry, that's not necessarily the point here um what you're 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 taking in these teachings right. And, and you're filling up the tank, you're getting, you're, you're, you are becoming more knowledgeable, or maybe you're studying at home and it's your personal Bible study time and you're equipping yourself with information and all of those kinds of things, right? Okay. Right. Good stuff. You're, you're taking it in, you're praying, you're putting in the reps, all of that kind of stuff. Great. Now, this is where that what what this is the point where where christians that that that's we're still good right i i think that that it's clear that there's nothing wrong with putting in the academic reps with Really fortifying the knowledge base that you have, not out of obligation, but because you love God, because you want to get to know him more, because you care about how Jesus lived, what Jesus actually said, what God actually meant, all of those kinds of things, because you love him, because you are in relationship with him, all of those kinds of things, right? Okay, we're good. Everybody should be on the same page from this point. Now, a couple of different branching paths from this point on. Maybe you go off and, you know, you've learned, you've been educated, so now it's your job to educate people. Right. You want to teach people the what's and the where's and the why's and all of those kinds of things. Right. Maybe that is what you feel like you are called to do. OK, now, maybe let's let's go to the next uh, the next section. Maybe you learn all of those things. You eternal you internalize all of those things as a Uh, A testament to your personal relationship and you keep it personal you do your walk it's between you and God you'll leave the evangelizing to somebody else okay now next group maybe you're going out and and you you just you are you are full of fire and ready to rock right? Like you want to get out there. You want to get your hands dirty. You want to, you want to feed the, feed the, uh, the, the poor, you want to care for the orphan, all of that kind of stuff, right? You just want to get out there. You ain't got time for this Bible study stuff. You got to be, this is, this is faith in action. This is, this is Christianity in action. We got to get this thing going, right? Okay. So, And there's, there's shades of, there's shades of difference between the, between the groups, but I illustrate those, those three for a reason. Okay. So as we go through all of these things and we're learning all of these things and we're, and we're gaining the, we're gaining the, the understanding. Here's the question that I have to every single group, right? To what end? to what end do you educate yourself to what end do you teach people to what end do you go through and and care for the people right to what end do you do any of these things i want to stop and i want to read something that was written by a guy that raised me up in the faith right um and and, and uh, I, I don't necessarily agree with every single point that's that's made here I do want to say, but it's a great piggyback of what I say because because he's he can he can type things out in a way um, that like I said I'm never gonna be the most eloquent speaker. I'm more of a hammer not a uh, never mind I've lost the analogy I'm more like a hammer than anything else there we go Than a paintbrush there we go all right. Jesus didn't say teach them everything I've commanded. He didn't say tell them everything I've commanded. He said, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. Matthew 2020. 20. Teach them to obey. Teach them how to pray. Teach them how to love. Teach them how to serve. To, to them how, teach them how to bless their enemies. Teach them how to seek the kingdom first. Teach them how Oh, to shine their light, teach them how not to worry, teach them how to fast, teach them how to store up treasure in heaven, teach them how not to judge others, teach them how to ask, seek, and knock like they mean it. Teach them. Teaching involves showing others how to do something and then having them do it. This is true discipleship, my friends. We don't naturally know how to do these things on our own. So Jesus said, teach them to obey. How gracious of him to give us space and grace to learn to obey. If you don't have someone who is modeling for you, Um, And teaching you to obey, find someone if you don't have a church that's teaching you to do these things, Jesus commanded, find one you won't be sorry. Like I said, there are finer points, nuanced points in that that I don't necessarily agree with, but the spirit of the message stands. And so I know that was a lot, but I know that I'm speaking to a more inherently academic crowd currently. And so this is me waving the white flag. I am a spiritual guy as as brother matthew likes to call me i i find that hilarious because i come I, I come from a context where i am very inherently aware of what the occult looks like what people who call them sp- themselves spiritual looks like and all of that and that is not me um, <laughs> and, and and as you and and as you will come to find out from me in future episodes in future conversations, I am firmly grounded in apologetics and academia. So please understand that as we continue on in this conversation, I am hitting this, uh, from as, as a person who is steeped in the academia of it all. And I'm not just trying to disregard that in lieu of feelings and emotions. Right.
0: And so I think part of the problem is, uh, you know, with with all of this, uh, why Christians suck is um, like you hinted at it briefly. But really, we we have institutionalized the empathy script.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Which I did not know was a thing until. Matt had mentioned it to me that, um, that, that, you know, it's it's this one size fits all equation um, that that is basically, um, for lack of a better phrase, trauma comparison. Yeah. You know, trying to empathize with somebody. I went through this thing. I made it through. It wasn't that big of a deal. You'll be all right. Um, So, we go through all of the acad- the academic stuff and we learn theology and all of those kinds of things but unfortunately in the in the most common context all of that academia is taught not from the spirit of loving God and doing this out of a relationship it's it's safe it's safe to be in a book It's safe to just sit in the scriptures. It's safe to just sit in academia. That is safe. What is not safe is doing life with people. What is not safe is weeping with those who weep and rejoicing with those who rejoice. That is not safe because that requires people. That requires doing people. And when you look at the long history. You know, you guys, if if you're listening to this, you've listened to the the history outlined by Matt and Andrew, right? So I'm not even going to bother trying to even touch that, go and listen to all of that in long form. So you see all of this history, right? Of how we got to where we got to. And now we're at this point where Facts don't have feelings. And and it was actually hearing somebody else saying that to me that woke me up to just how cringy that statement is. Because I said that statement many times. And hearing that from somebody else was a wake-up call that... That, uh, that 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 uh, of of how this is supposed to work. And so as as we as we work through understanding the truth, we cannot then turn around and ignore what it is what it is consistently coupled with. Loving others. Acting in love. That if you don't have love it's all pointless anyway. And yep. that is, <laughs> I, I, uh, I I don't know if he's ever mentioned it on on the air, but Andrew and I share a a common thread. We both like to troll people by using by, by quoting scripture without the scripture reference, and wait for wait to see how wait to see people to see people tell us to read our Bibles. Oh, people flip out. Oh, dude, they they really do. It's hilarious. But when when you look at this this biblical notion of bi- love because we have been loved, leading in love, all of those kinds of things. And 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 when you couple that with the fact that um that that does not Give you an excuse to divorce yourself from understanding what this what the gospel or what the scriptures say. It does not divorce you from spending time in your Bible. Not because you have to, because God's gonna say, Did you did you read it every single? No, there's not some cosmic checklist. You do these things out of an extension of love. You preach the gospel out of an extension of love. You correct out of an extension of love. You inform out of an extension of love. And what I just said, while biblical, is in so many ways the antithesis to what has made a very happy home as the American evangelical church model.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, and we can see, you know, through the history and through all the stuff he have been doing on the show here with the Cold War theology stuff that we have, you know,
2: we have more become about what we're against than who we're for. Yep. Yes. And. Yeah. You notice how, you notice how.
1: When you look at Jesus and the way he taught, right? He gave he gave two main types of speech out of out of the generally speaking out of what we hear most commonly come out of
2: his mouth. Guidance and I'm going to use the word
1: reinforcing, maybe echoing is a better word what the father said in the old testament or what people said in the old testament echoing the scriptures of what was said Yep. right and so when when you look at those two things guys another one of those things is a long soliloquy about we're christians so we don't we don't we don't believe in this and we don't believe in that. We stand against this and we stand against that. Or you're the, the followers. I'm not even trying to be sarcastic here. I the I know it sounds like I am because I use the word Christians and obviously Jesus would not be using the word Christian. But regardless of what the verbiage is, we you know, he did not get, he did not constantly teach on all of the things to stand against.
2: He taught people how to live how to love God. He reinforced what God's about, what God's character is. He reinforced the things
1: that God himself told his people in the Old Testament.
2: Yep. And, and I'm going to use a phrase that I picked up from a good friend, words mean things.
1: <laughs> um when we are when we are <clears throat> when we are looking at the definition of a Christian as a follower of Christ, a disciple of Christ, right? We follow Jesus. We can't we 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 follow the one who was sent. To act as the, the, the bridge, the sacrifice, whatever you want to call it, the atonement for our sins, whatever words you want to throw in there, however you wanna, you know, there's there's different verbiage that all works. But but we follow, we follow Jesus. Following Jesus means doing what he did, means teaching how he taught, acting how he acted, right? And and yeah, we we will, we always need to account for the human factor because we're always going to screw this up. But if we are called to love first, if we are called to be in relationship, to weep with those who weep, to rejoice with those who rejoice, to not lead with, to, to, if we are shown the example not of leading with what we stand against, but leading with what we stand for. I'm going to ask a very logical question here. This is not based out of emotion. This is based out of logic. Does it not stand to reason that we would do those same things? And, and does it not throw a giant red flag
2: that that is exactly not what we do? By and large, in America look
1: i I'll tell you guys i that's the other that's the other warning that i that I come with and I know this is not the first time that you guys are hearing um some of this language you know and 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 calling out american evangelicalism and and all of that kind of stuff but i <laughs> I am not, I am probably one of the least patriotic guys that you're ever going to meet. And that used to manifest with me sucking on sour grapes about America. But now, by the grace of God, that has morphed into less about vitriol and more about a comfortability with calling it out. Especially because over at Buddy Walk, we uh work a lot in international missions. A lot of what we do is international work. And so I get this opportunity to see other other countries, other people groups that that don't come with the baggage of American theology and how easy it is for them to comprehend the fact that this is not a western religion, this is an eastern religion. And and not and, and easier for them to accept the things that are called of us than yep. than it is in, in America because we're so busy adding flavor text to it and and we wanna we we wanna add our own layers to it that involve things like liberties and, and involve things like rights and all of that kind of stuff right. that that just you know I remember the first time that I said this to somebody who who was a raging Christian nationalist that that America is referenced nowhere in the Bible. This whole thing could be gone, right? Yep. Just just taken right off the map. And the Bible's still true and history keeps going. And and I I watched their mind blow. I watched them lose their mind because that was inconceivable for them to to think of a to think of a world without America. Yeah, Americans are selfish people. You know what I mean. Humans are selfish right. people, but Americans are really yeah. selfish people. And and I think it's I baked think in. It, it is Isn't it, it is baked in, and that's part of and that that adds to this this equation of why Christians suck. Yeah, but I if I want to good
0: because if you. If you read the early fathers at all, or study early church history, or really even just read between the lines in the New Testament, a huge part of Christian culture, or at least what it's supposed to be when, you know,
2: when we're in peace, this hospitality, mm-hmm. And,
0: like, that is the furthest thing from how I would explain American culture. Yeah. Because yeah. we are about me. We are about... rights, You know, it's about personal freedom, personal expression, everyone's own personal success story. Where is viewing others as more important than yourself. Right. Where is, you know, where is, you know,
2: while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Right? So we were God's enemy. Right. And he died for us. Yeah, yeah. And, And
0: yet we want people to look like us and speak like us and have the same flag as us. And, um, you know, just, just as Americans and for some reason, we let that completely
2: over, you're back. I'm back. Okay um yeah
1: yeah absolutely absolutely and that's and 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 when you when you look at the realities of the American church model all of those things that you just said are big deep into it and then you couple that and this is where it's going to sound like I'm getting into a rage session but I'm not I'm I'm really not because (laughs) there's there's a reality to what I'm going to say and I'm going to have I'm going to have a story to back this up afterwards but Um, I am a, um, leader of a house church movement. Um, I, I was a part of when I first got saved. Um, I was a part, a part of the, um, like small, small church model. Um, and then before that I I had my, my time, like I said, I, I grew up in a Baptist context and I spent you know, my, some of my teenage years in a, um, non-denom megachurch. Uh, so, so I, have experienced what, what the, the, the church model looks like. And that's part of why, um, I, I do believe so, so strongly in the house church model. Um, I also believe in that because of how I read the book of Acts. Um, but that's, that's its own conversation. Um, but when, for 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 my wife, she comes from what I refer to as the City on the Hill model. It's the American non-denom megachurch, largest game in town. And they're the type that have things, that have programs like, you know, gimmick church at the movies, right? I'm not, I, I mean... Uh, this is all hypothetical. It's not like I'm actually making fun of an actual oh, thing that they act actually the is, did. Act
0: the that they is a thing.
1: Yes, that they actually did at the start <laughs> of the school year. That people dressed up. I digress. Anyway, anyway. Um, <laughs> but but it's it's this it's this quote unquote seeker friendly and and I oh bugs me how bad how bad that phrase has gotten prostituted because then people run around thinking that seeker friendly is a bad thing and seeker friendly is not a bad thing seeker friendly just doesn't mean watered down nonsense but anyway she comes from that model where it was it was all about the organism it was all about the mecha- the, the, the the mechanics of the machine right she was a yeah. uh, a leader in um nursery ministry and so and so she was never going to she was the typical never going to a service always just showing up for the thing whenever she did try to show up, show up for a service they would pull her out they need her help blah, blah 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 there wasn't a it was more her her value was in the role that she played not as a part of the community or in in getting teaching or anything like that right and so marrying me and then jumping over to the small church scene was a shock to her system. Now, right before, um, or right at the start of, of 2020 but right before the lockdown like literally the week before the lockdown the church that we were attending closed their doors everybody threw their hands up lead pastor split in january it's march everybody throws their hands up says i quit i don't want any more to do with this and and go go off like literally just like opens up the pen we're right before lockdown open up the pen sheep go and that was and, and yeah anyway 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 uh, that that was this 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 thing that clicked in in my wife's mind of the smaller it is the more dangerous it is and at least their stability in the larger model okay now now put a pin in that We we um, we're going through 2020 and we were we were a part of a a small church system uh, or a a small group system that prior to prior to the the church um, closing its doors. And so we we um, decided the six of us kind of collectively once lockdown happened, we all kind of came together and were like, we need to still have some kind of connection with other people let's keep meeting over zoom and so every week we'd meet over zoom and and all of that kind of stuff and two of us started it started baking in that like okay so we're literally only like a a measure or two away from enacting a house church model. And so we started looking into it. And that was my entry point into that model. But it was through that time of figuring out and recontextualizing what is church and all of those kinds of things, that the context of the small, more intimate model that we had experienced post City on the Hill Um, And don't go looking at that church. That's actually not, that's not the actual name of the name of the church, but I don't really want to put them on blast. Um, Yeah. You know, you, you, uh, that, that, that intimate nature of this, that the community aspect started to dawn on my wife and, and the pieces started to fall into place of understanding. Whoa, wait a minute. You can have this Sunday model within the context of, of community, and 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 the the context of um, doing actually doing life together, and, and that was that was something different for her, right? And as as much as you know, you the, it it becomes. All too easy to just say the thing that's contrarian, that, that will spike a rating, that'll spike interest, that'll do all of those things, especially when you can, when, when you've got the gift of gap, especially when you're sarcastic, especially when you've got a silver tongue, whatever. It, that's, that's not the point. Look at the, look at the realities of the theology that is baked, that, that is baked into the heart of what the American church model is, what most what what a startlingly large amount of the average person experiences, and then look at the Bible and, and, and tell me whether or not they're the same thing. Tell me whether or not what they're doing, whether or not this whole idea of greeters and and surface level conversation and watered down. And I'm not just talking about uh, uh, mega churches. I'm talking about just the standard church, right? This is just yep. the most mo- the most common manifestation of this is the mega church model. And so you you go you go through all of these things and you realize, right, the model perpetuates a misunderstanding of the theological foundations of how we're called to be, how we're called to act. That's part of why when people hear me talk about active participatory relationship with God at a spiritual level. Oh, don't do this. Oh, you might be a heretic. Oh, you might do this. You might do that. And, I, and and honestly, a lot of it I get, I get, I get. I understand that, that, that there's a million red flags. It's not lost on me. Trust me, I've watched this thing. I've watched people take what I say and go 87 yards in the wrong direction with it, right? I It's not lost on me. But if we actually endeavor to ask these questions, then we need to be ready to get the answers. And the answer of if if we want to you know we want to joke about how christians are are the worst thing about christianity or or the what's it the dc to, uh, the dc talk song um the most unbelieving thing about uh, or uh, when christians misbehave the most unbelieving thing uh, thing to an unbelieving world or whatever the line from the song is which i think yeah, yeah, is yeah, quoting yeah. a an author you know what i mean it, it, it's it, this has been said by a lot of different people it's over the years not all though
0: it's it, it, dead right. freaking on which is why we have to have This conversation, because the fact of the matter is, people, especially, especially, um, I hate to do this because I need need an audience for this thing to go, but, but especially, you guys, those of us, you know, more inclined to think in these sorts of ways, in the history and in the theology and those sorts of things, like, we stuck at being people. Yep. We just can't. People. We can't. Human. We would rather be a font of
2: information. Yeah. And show one. Rodecrim. I understand that
0: you're hurting right now. Yep. Let's sit in that. Let's talk about that. Let me weep with you, let me mourn with you, and actually do the thing that the Bible tells us to do. No, no, no. Okay. I would just know that the Bible says those things,
2: and let someone else who's called to that, whoever they are, do that. Because that's not me. Right. Right.
1: Right. And let me take some weight off of your shoulders for a second. For all of you guys that Matt just talked to, let me take let me take some weight off your shoulders for a second. That does not mean that you need to be able to say the right thing at the right time. That is a, a an incredible misconception that humans need to you know, it is a manifestation of the self-centered nature of of how we process things because we need, we are worried about what we are going to say rather than being there for the person who's going through the thing. Right. And that, let me, let me step out and do what I do best for a second. And that's get real. Um, Yes. I, yes, I have a context of being adjacent to the church. But when I tell you that I sex, drugs and rock and rolled with the best of them, understand that I had an entire life before Jesus. You know, I don't need to go into the stories. I don't need to go into all that kind of stuff. But just understand, I had a
2: life before Jesus. And for somebody who is inherently cynical due
1: to getting their teeth kicked in from a very early age by life
2: and it not stop coming. It, it becomes, it becomes easy
1: um, to, to divorce yourself from the realities of doing relationship with people. It's, it's really interesting when you look at the track for Matt and I, um, I jokingly call him brother Matthew. I understand that the, that this is not the, the that that this is not our shows, so I, I, I'll refer to you as Matt. But we we have been in each other's circles for half a year, maybe a little bit better than that, right? It's about Something a year. Like I
0: think it was a year ago when we did the live stream on this exact topic.
2: Okay. On your show, Um, which was the first time I was on, was was you and Andrew? Wow,
1: yeah, time flies when you're having fun. But uh, anyway, um, we (laughs) when when we did when we first started talking right we were the epitome of everything wrong about christianity to each other like he was the raging legalist who didn't care about people and didn't get it i was the heart first hyper grace guy that just wanted to you know have my own jesus that that was just just love and no academics and and i think when we're both honest, there are at least shades of truth in some of where we were at that point in time, right? Because, again, hurt sure. people hurt people. So, so for, me, for me, being hurt by the legalists meant legalism bad. But unfortunately, at that per- point in my life, academia equaled legalism you you your, your your studious audience got what i just said so so i won't i won't explain it but i i have since figured out the error of my ways and i've and 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 i have understood that it was all of those academic reps at the beginning of the story for me that helped fortify the 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 spiritual side and this and that okay mm-hmm. but we have become brothers we we are we are brothers in the Lord. We have each other's back. We are a safe place for one another, all of those kinds of things. And part of that is brothers fight. And and yep. we have a unique ability to piss each other off but in, in, in very special ways. <laughs> <laughs> but but we still but we still do this right we still we yep. still keep going forward and one of when one of us gets out of pocket hey look i'm sorry i was out of pocket that was wrong and we move on right yep. that it's interesting that that is foreign language to both of us for vastly different reasons some through lines we've talked off air about about you know some of that connective tissue some of that shared those shared experiences yada 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 um, but but two two uh, different contexts to get to the same the same point of we aren't very good at developing personal relationships, and that same sentiment of being bad at personal relationships is this unspoken thing that lurks under the surface that's just accepted as okay.
2: And, you know, when, when we talk about what it means to be a part of the kingdom, we have to be willing to have the
1: conversation about what does this, how does this information impact how I live, what I do, not just what I think, but
2: what I do. Yep. And that when
1: if, if you are looking for a rubric, uh, of a, a a legend, if you're looking at a map, right, of of how to interpret the level in which I'm talking about kingdom, if all you've known or if what you think of is heaven and the kingdom not yet to come, and you're wondering what is this guy on about, that's the level that I'm talking about. I'm talking about the everyday life level. I'm talking about the active language that Jesus used in yeah. in Matthew.
0: Yes. Yeah. The kingdom of God is here. Yeah. I didn't how many times he said that? The kingdom right. of God is now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: And there's and, and, and I wanna it, there's there's a time and a place to educate and teach. It's yeah, not right. about don't educate and teach. It's it's about don't, say, understanding don't say that too loud.
0: <laughs> right, right,
1: but but at the same token, there's also a time to just do life with one another, to just yep. just do life. You know what I mean? And and that there's been so much conjecture about the younger generation, and uh, you know, people are falling away from church, and things have gotten soft, and all of this kind of stuff. Because you know, that isn't real. People are people are craving authenticity. People need authenticity, and we need to be okay with authenticity because we're Christians. Right. we were never as Christians called to be behind the book shoved into the rules shoved into the legalism of it all friends right. friends I'm gonna say something and if you take me seriously then this is that then then these here that that them here are fighting words and I don't I, and I mean this I mean this out of a probably as close as I've ever been to a place of love when saying this because I for all of you studious brothers and sisters, for all of you people that care about the rules, oh God bless every single one of you because so many people don't give a rip about the rules. So many people don't don't care about, about the boundary markers of the playground. But if you look at when Jesus walked around town, who it was that had their Nose shoved in a proverbial book that was more worried about the what's and the where's and the whys of it all. There was a group that was like that and 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 it wasn't Jesus or his followers. it just wasn't and and we and there's nothing new under the sun there's been examples of this for time at memoriam, so on and so forth, but that doesn't mean that we need to perpetuate it that doesn't mean that we need to to Continue it on because of some kind of righteous indignation or moralistic high ground, right? Right. And, and I and I want to say as as we round off to the hour mark, I want to say kind of as an ambassador a little bit, right? To to a to a and an, an, to an academic crowd from a, from 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 a spiritual crowd. There's a lot of people that want to know the rules. They just don't want to be treated like an animal. They don't want to be treated like a dog. They don't want to be treated like they don't like they're like they're idiots. Right? So if you are a person who understands and knows and things like that, my friends,
2: teach them how to obey. Teach them how to love and how to be.
1: That's okay. But 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 teach them. Because you love God and you want to teach them how to obey God. Mm-hmm. Everything else does not matter. How much you know, how much your personal, th- that doesn't matter, friend. How well do you know God? How well do you know Jesus? Yes, there's academia baked into all of that. That's knowing the scriptures. That's knowing it. Yes. Yes. Wonderful. Wonderful.
2: But there is a heart piece yeah.
1: involved in all of that, and and again, that that doesn't look uh, honestly. I I think I got to give you guys a break a little uh, a little bit, right? I I think the American church model has has overcomplicated what this even looks like where where it's got to look like a process it's got to look like a meal it's got to look like this and it's got to have all of these bells and whistles and all of this kind of stuff no no it it just looks like conversation right it just looks like authenticity
0: yeah i mean that was half the reason i started this show
1: right right
0: so you know, it, I talked to myself in my car anyway. I figured it, I would bring other people on. But there you go. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but I I I hope I hope that for you guys hearing a take on this that walks both worlds is helpful. Mm-mm. Because Where where it's easy to get lost is by trying to soundbite this. Your theology won't save you, Jesus will. Or, you know, shut up and love on somebody. Or, you know, th- <laughs> those kinds of things.
0: Here's a loving statement. Oh, oh,
1: the thing, the things we say in the midst of the heat of the moment, I'm for those of you that don't know that I've never heard an episode of buddy walk with Jesus. I am making fun of myself currently. Um, Whatever. 2020 was a weird time, guys. Um,
0: So, (laughs) yes, it was.
1: So, you know, I, I, I say go in peace. I say stop and listen. You know we're so quick to think of the next theological thing. We're so quick to think of the next rule. We're so quick to think of these things. I want to paint one last picture before I let you guys go. Imagine, if you will, a playground. There's fencing along the play uh, along the pra- the playground, and on every side of the playground is major highway. Right? We're talking we're talking like four o five level. Like we're not we're not the, this this heavy heavy road. And, and, and you're in the playground, right? And you know, it's your kid, right? You tempted, you're you're a human, you're tempted by curiosity, you want to know what's on the other side of the, the, the playground, right on the other side of those, those boundary things. And so you get curious, but you know, that those those are the markers, right? Those are the parameters. But everything on the inside, of that fencing.
2: That's fair game. That's where you get to play. That's where you get to be. Now imagine, if you will, a God that says
1: you know the you know you know the boundary markers. Now go out and play. Guys, knowing knowing what the Bible says matters living by what the Bible says
2: matters. And that's more nuanced than
1: trying to turn it into rules or a system or trying to rely on somebody else to do the heavy lifting. We are called to a holy responsibility as representatives of Christ, and so it should stand to reason that we do the things that the king did that Christ did that the guy that we follow did and take that take real unpack that under under the lens of understanding the character of God understanding the personhood of Jesus understanding the context of the entire narrative that points to Jesus and then then your eyes are open then you understand how how we're called to operate and what this looks like it is it is simple It is not easy because all along the way, our own flesh wants to stop us. But guys, that's literally what the Bible talks about. We are supposed to die to ourselves. We are supposed to live for others. We are supposed to submit ourselves to God, surrender our lives to God.
2: And that involves loving on people. Yeah. Oh, man. And, you know, there's, there's so many other levels to this.
0: There's so many reasons, you know, to, to uh, reference the title again. Like, there's so many reasons why we suck at this thing that we didn't even get to. I mean, how we could probably do a part two and go for a whole other hour. Um, you know, j- like, just in regards to... Uh, the toxic masculinity side of all this and feelings and that stuff um yeah. the you know the influence of like stoicism and all of that on christianity and the over accentuation of verses that talk about um, you know, basically living by faith and not being blown to and fro with your feelings and blah 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 blah. But those are all that's a whole nother those are both another conversation. Um I don't have yeah. another hour.
2: But
1: <laughs> yeah, and that that friends that friends is a is a sneak peek into what part two of this conversation looks like because Matt doesn't know it yet, but this was part of, this was the first half that had to set the emotional table that had to talk about, the emotionalism of it all and, and reference what brought this conversation about in the first place and had a lot of ground to cover as far as contextualizing what part two of the conversation looks like. And part two looks a lot more like, like diving into history, diving into scripture, diving into theology and specifics, but through the lens of everything that we just talked about, loving out of a place of love and not just hammering details and theology and rules just to do that so
0: Mm -hmm. all right man so um what are what what are all the things where can people find your stuff
1: So, um, you can find the, uh, the flagship show, Buddy Walk with Jesus. We're entering into our, um, our fifth year in November. Um, you can listen to that over at buddywalkwithjesus.com or, uh, where you can find, or where you can, uh, find all podcasts. Um, as well as on Facebook, that's where I go live, is uh Facebook.com slash Buddy walk with Jesus. We also have a community over there, the Buddy Walk Community. Um, Friday mornings to correct you, Matt, you can find us on our show, um, along with Ant uh Kingdom on the Road, Facebook.com slash Kingdom on the Road. Um that one's specifically streaming as well as to YouTube. Um, if you look up Kingdom on the Road, we we come up um, soon to be um, an audio version that'll drop after the fact as well. So oh. if it's not very hard to find me, you can find me pretty much everywhere.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, we will have you on again soon. Thanks for taking the time this morning to um, kind of have the role reversal yeah thanks man. um yeah and then thank uh,
2: thank you guys for
0: listening um it, you know if you do the YouTube thing like subscribe all that stuff comment um it lets YouTube know that I exist <laughs> leave leave reviews on Apple Spotify all those places and um, you know I can hit enough listens that I don't have to do this in my car anymore so <laughs>
2: I love you all. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.